It is lights out and away we go. Welcome racers to episode 20 of the Harder Soft F1 podcast. I'm your host, Adrian Huff, and I'm joined by my co-host, RJ McCullough. What's up, RJ? Adrian, nice to see you again. You are just coming off a long drive, so you look a little bit tired, not gonna lie, but that's okay, because I know you're gonna give your A effort. I'm coming off a bit of a bit of a boozy brunch, so I'm a little tipsy. I'm not drunk oh, by any means, but a little nice. tipsy, so had the Monday, Tuesday off, so... But I'm feeling good, ready to podcast, ready to roll. Coming off another good race. Indeed, the Austrian GP was another good one. So I lost again, though. So what's what's the deal here? I You have Charles. Oh, yes. <laughs> hey, uh, by the way, uh, a boozy brunch is the best kind of brunch. So. Uh, absolutely. <laughs> but yes, um, this week, Charles took the W. Uh, it looked like Max was going to be set to take just pretty easy victory this week but Ferrari had other plans they actually did him right this week surprisingly but they still fucked up royally and we will get to that but typically in the past it's been a little bit but when Charles has won uh, since he's on my team in our league your punishment has just been to drink five or so Moscow mules during the episode or to see if you can uh, since that's his favorite drink but and of course, you know, when Max wins, you chug a Red Bull. Uh, I drank the margarita for Sergio. Yeah. And uh, ate a McGangbang because <laughs> Carlos likes hamburgers. So I'm like, I've been thinking, I'm like, do we have to consume something every punishment? So I thought, let's go a little more psychological with it, but it also keep it in the, you know, the same vein of F1. So I, I, I really hope you don't despise me for this, but. Before next week, episode 21, <laughs> you have to drive a full race in Charles's uh, home GP of Monaco in F122. Oh, no. Oh, no. <laughs> oh, Which that is a punishment. I've, I've looked at the times as around 96 minutes. Oh, my God. So I'm going to so, be tough. I'm That's so going to be tough. I'm going to record it and chop it up and make... An unfortunate video out of it but oh god yes absolutely that was I mean, that was another thought i was like that could make for some great content and you know like i was telling you in the chat without giving it away you can definitely do the same to me when you when one of your yeah, drivers wins uh, yeah you're gonna get that back because yes i have <laughs> purchased f1 2022 and i do like it a lot but certain the cars are obviously bigger and i haven't even attempted monaco yet because it's there's certain tracks that are hard enough as it is and yeah, that's yeah. going to be a full GP. I'm definitely going to come dead last. I'm going to have to pit like 24 <laughs> times. Uh, yeah, that'll be fun. I was going to say, um, you're welcome to use as many flashbacks as needed. You don't have to limit yourself because last thing I want you to do is potentially completely DNF. Uh, that's true. I could just DNF first lap. Yeah, exactly. Uh, yeah. So it also, it, it but it also screws you over because it means you have to do the whole thing. I have to keep doing it, yeah. <laughs> Oh, man. But yeah, I'll just oh, yeah, I'm gonna turn difficulty way down. Oh, absolutely. Whatever, It'll, I'll make it fun. Yeah, you for you can you can do whatever difficulty. I definitely don't think you could. I definitely you could swing higher than P20. So, well, I'll aim for the fences, but I'll you know I'll race as Charles just to just to support the oh, Monaco yeah. the Monaco kid. It's a good win. Um, yeah, I guess we'll do the. So that's my punishment for the week. So that'll be fun. Uh, the actual our actual league has gotten very very tight. After last race, I was up by 22 points. Um, 
this race, you had the top two, Leclerc and Verstappen, and then a couple of others. Um, uh, my top two were Hamilton, Hamilton Russell. So you had 64 points this week. I had 38. So you now lead 581 to 577. So you have a four-point lead. Oh, my God. Coming down to the wire. We're halfway through the season, but we're we're right on the right on it. Four-point gap. The the graph that we're gonna make with all this data at the end of the season yeah. is gonna look so sick. <laughs> I know it's tracking. Dude, I even though I was like deep down really wanted Max to win this week, um, even though the Austrian fans didn't deserve it, <laughs> uh, yeah. I was still completely like on the edge of my seat for Charles because yeah. it it just seemed like with his like complaints at the end, I was like he might not make it to the end, and I was just like. So worried because that would have been 25 points just out the window. Yeah, it was actually like a, a I don't want to say surprisingly good, but it was a very, very good race. Like I, yeah, I thought going into it, like Max is just going to ride off into the sunset. It's going to win by five, six plus seconds. And maybe we'll have some good midfield action. And it just start to finish. It was really, really good. Yeah. Um, I think the sprint race was a little bit meh, but that's just like guys don't really, it's not worth maybe going for the risks. But we saw in the race, like there was, I mean, we can go through it if we want to, but, like, just the main point, like, there was a moment where there was basically five wide of guys in the midfield battling. Like, it was incredible. So, uh, but, yeah, right off the start, uh, Perez and Russell kind of got tangled up, and then Perez, DNF, um, lap one, spun out into the gravel. Um, and you are, and George did get a penalty. So, I mm-hmm. think it's fair to say this week. Last week, the initial reaction, it was George's fault. Turned out it wasn't really, but this one, no. this was George's fault. Yeah. Yeah, and five seconds, it's, I, it's, you know, it's, it's tough looking at it both ways because, yes, he was penalized, but, you know, you can sort of be like five seconds compared to a DNF is nothing because, you know, right. George still came away with P4, but hmm. it's, you know, it's, it's all about consistency, and that was a move that has been consistent with other similar moves this season, so. I was more satisfied with it being consistent with their previous decisions just because it, they, the consistency has not really been there, like especially recently. But yeah, I feel like that was handled as best as it could be because I feel like anything more 10, 10 seconds would have been maybe, you know, a little bit more fair, but it wouldn't have been consistent with some of the other incidents that have happened. But yeah, I won't can keep going on that rant, but yeah. Yeah, the only thing I guess I would add is that George, he was complaining after that it was harsh. Like, I mean, you hit the guy out of the like, not right out of the race. So like, mm-hmm. like you said, you DNF, you had a five second penalty, you still came fourth. Yeah. So like at the end of the day, um, nothing you really complain about. And in the end, like, yeah, I don't know. Mercedes, they bit of a weird. Like they had another four plus second pit stop with Lewis. Yeah. Like it didn't really matter in the end because like the the gap was huge, but that's just like you can't you can't be having that. And in no. the moment, it did it kind of did matter, but yeah, it just a bit, bit strange. But it was kind of a strange race for all teams. Like Red Bull, even like they had the tire degradation and kind of Max and the, and the team didn't seem to necessarily be on the same page, which kind of happens when it's not going perfectly for Max. But that's mm-hmm. the nature of the beast. But um, yeah, it was sort of weird. But I mean. I think it was only like lap 13 or 14 when Charles made his first pass on Max, which was like kind of shocking. Like Max was defending him very well. 
And then Charles just got, came on the inside, and even the announcers were like, hey, "Max, you might have caught Max sleeping there a little bit." Mm-hmm. Like it was a great move, and like we've talked about before, how Charles is just has incredible control of his car. But um, yeah, I was certainly surprised to see how many times Charles was able to pass Max and do it um, obviously cleanly. But you don't really see people pass Max like that. So no. I don't know, like, what do you, what as a Rebel fan, what what like what do you think happened? Was it just the tires, like? Was, did Ferrari just have a faster car this week? Like, what was it that... Because that's, uh, that's Max's track. Like, he had going mm-hmm. into the race, he had led 142 out of 142 laps of the race, two races they had there last year, plus yeah. the whole sprint. Plus, mm-hmm. he started on pole. So, it was like, how's he not going to win this? So, like, what happened? Uh, yeah, it definitely... I think the, the tires might have caught them off guard a little bit, too. But I don't know, because they can't really change... Ferrari couldn't change that much with their car, so... It, I think Charles just, I think he might have held back a little bit in the sprint too, because I mean, that there was, you know, they were close, but it, it was nothing like what we saw Sunday. Charles was just like a completely different beast and it was awesome. But yeah, for Red Bull, I don't know. I think, yeah, the Sergio being knocked out at the beginning definitely, I think, took the wind out of them a little bit, but Max was having uh, the tire issues and also the car just didn't seem to perform as good as it did the day prior. So maybe it was something on the setup side, who knows, but I mean, I think if Carlos hadn't have, if his engine hadn't have exploded, he probably would have passed max at some points because the car just did not seem. And he, he just kept complaining about how the car just didn't feel right. So yeah, I, I mean, it was totally Charles's race, but, he he passed him so many times. The the strategy was just on point for them. Ferrari brought it, and yeah. I, I've you know if we said it last last week, you know they it was either going to be sink or swim, and they thankfully swam but sank on the other side. But yeah. it's it, it was mental. I mean, even at the end, Charles just even though he was losing a, a bit of time at the end, you know you could hardly tell that he was having to. They described it that he was having to like when he pushed the throttle down that he was having to put his foot underneath the throttle and pull it back so he could mm-hmm. break. I mean, that is like mental. Crazy. Yeah. At those speeds, it's, yeah. you can't fathom pulling something like that off. So yeah. it's just like and props like, to him. It was exciting watching cause like Max was gaining, but it never really felt like he was really going to catch him, but the times no. were dwindling. But then, yeah, when you realize like what Charles was doing just to keep that car going, like it's crazy. And as a Merck fan, like, they obviously are the third fastest car. They are closing that gap a little bit, but like the reliability that Mercedes has had this year, knock on wood, is starting to kind of shine through because like they haven't had like it's it's almost every race one of Rebel or Ferrari, one of their cars craps out. It seems like, and like yeah. that's the one I guess po- main positive you can take from Mercedes is they haven't had those, so they are able to close that gap and they can get some one twos. They could slowly. That's why I said there's a glimmer of hope for the constructors still, but mm-hmm. not that realistic. But I'm not giving up quite yet um never give up you still can't we up. rise that's right <laughs> that is right another weird thing from the race though was the track limits like oh my god guys were going off by like millimeters and not really gaining an advantage at all and then they were getting like how many guys got penalties it seemed like five guys or something got penalties every i think like every single person got at least one or two warnings they're like there's fines handed out after the race like it was mm-hmm. a little much i think that's why i, I that definitely attributed to Sergio's DNF because I mean he had already he was already a lap down from 
19th. So, mm. and, and then he got the, the black and white flag. So he had, and it, and this was still so early in the race. So, I mean, they were probably just like, eh, it's not worth it. Even if Sergio completely burns this engine out, charging to P eight, he's yeah. going to get a penalty and get knocked back. So it makes sense. I props to Lewis though, because somewhere around lap like 50, like the mid fifties, he got a black and white flag, I believe, or it was his second warning. I don't, I, I believe it was the black and white flag. Yeah. But he kept it in, in limits the rest of the race. And mm. I mean, even, I don't think a penalty would have mattered in the end, but he still kept it, you know, avoid those penalty points. But yeah, it yeah. was ridiculous how many there were. Yeah. Like I think every, pretty much every driver, like it was, it's like who's gonna get the next penalty? Yep. Um, so, yeah, it, that was just a little strange. I don't know, <clears throat> like the necessarily enough details to be able to critique it that much, but it just seemed like it was a lot more than usual, and it wasn't like guys were going off and getting an advantage. They were just like, yeah, millimeters over the line. Um, what else? Oh, the Alonzo, one of the like most badass moves I've seen. Like, wow, he's, uh, I guess, was it Yuki? Yep. Yeah, Yuki like, kind of blocked yeah. him, and then. He wasn't a fan of that, so as he's going past him, he just give him a finger wag while they're yeah. in the middle of the race. Like that was mm-hmm. that was sick. Um, oh my god! I mean, yeah, Yuki was sort of pushing him off track almost with, uh, you know, old hard tires. I mean, it just it didn't look good. And <laughs> the whole time I was just thinking like, how awful that just has to feel on Yuki's end, <laughs> just because helmet has just been tearing into him lately. I mean. He has just been nonstop with the hiring a psychologist or a therapist or whatever he said. It's just been <laughs> when that happened, I was just like, damn, dude, like that can't feel good. Mm-hmm. Yeah, <laughs> this tough, tough look for Yuki, but it was pretty badass from uh, from Alonzo. That was pretty cool. Oh, yeah. Um, what else did we have? We had well, obviously signs, but Gasly is starting to become a bit of a problem. He hit Vettel. Um, he's that's a couple races in a row. He's just hitting people. He yeah. Hit, Obviously, uh, with the the Joe crash and then the sprint, and he's just he's hitting people left and right. But so that's he's been a bit of a disappointment this year. But that wasn't like a big video. The main thing that happened at the end was yeah, Signs was looking like he was cruising to a gonna get the P2. There's gonna be P1, P2 for Ferrari. They were gonna gain huge points, much needed points uh, over a Red Bull, which they oh no they didn't really. Um, but yeah, just out of nowhere going down like after turn one going down that main, I think it was like that main straight there. His car just like we saw like stuff coming out of it like yeah. whatever and then just lit and then yeah as he was trying to get out like it's, it was like the brake wasn't working the car was rolling back and then it started going on fire and yeah. it, like it wasn't funny but it was kind of funny just because it was like you mm-hmm. knew he was gonna get out and be okay but it was like get out of the car man like get out get out <laughs> <laughs> no I was just yeah, like was... you see it lighting like every every half a second it's just lighting like quicker and quicker and quicker you're like get the fuck out of there and it was dragging his feet. Yeah, literally. And then he was like, yeah, the marshals didn't come in quick enough. We're like, you got to hop out of that car. Yeah, no. And they, you could see the marshal running over with the fire extinguisher, but then he turned around and we found yeah. out later because he forgot the, the, I forget what they're called, the wedge this, yeah. that yeah, that can stop the car. <laughs> so Just a, yeah, it was comical. And that, that picture is like, I, I think that's contender for like the best meme template that we've gotten yeah. is Carlos turning around and just the flaming Ferrari behind him. It is just yeah. like, wow, it is a chef's kiss. Like that, whoever took that photo, it's, it's beautiful. It's amazing. Yeah. Yeah. There's but, some, some great photos that came out of just even the aftermath of the car. Mm-hmm. Like, holy shit. 
Yeah, but it was it was insane how quickly because I mean they went around that first big bend from the the first straight off of turn two and it you know he he was right on Max and it looked like he was like preparing to like attack and then it just popped and you just saw like the hot like trail coming out of the back and it just immediately it was just wild. <laughs> yeah, poor Carlos. It's like yeah. I said, every race there's something that comes up, um, which yeah, probably means a penalty in the future as well because. <laughs> That yeah, whole power right. unit is dead. Yeah, yeah. That is a rate. The season goes on. That's another thing with the Mercedes reliability. Like, yep. Ferrari and Red Bull are going to probably have to do a bunch of uh, take a bunch of grid penalties because they're going to have to replace a lot of parts. Absolutely. So, that bodes well for Mercedes. But um, anyway, so I was going to say in the race. Um, but Science in general, like he, was, I was pretty impressed by him before. Obviously the issues. Like, I think. Uh, He's he's racing with a lot more confidence and like he just seems to feel like he's part of the like he belong, belongs more at Ferrari now. Mm-hmm. Um, so yeah, I was sad to see that, but overall like it was it was a really good race. The midfield battles were outstanding. Like uh, every lap, almost there was just back and forth. The setup of the track with like the long DRS after turn one, um, and then it's just being pretty short track and then DRS coming into the last turn. Mm-hmm. Um, it's just or, yeah, the last turn. It it's uh. It made for a really good race, an exciting race um, from start to finish. So, yeah, I really enjoyed it. Like I said, the sprint wasn't the best. Um, quality was pretty good. Uh, but then after the race, we had another uh, Ferrari, I guess, being Ferrari. And I don't know, there's two ways to look at this. One is, like, so we're talking about signs, is the reaction from the pit crew when Leclerc won this week, as opposed to signs winning, um, much bigger reaction. Everyone was out there celebrating Charles. So, I mean, you can say two wrongs don't make a right. Like, maybe they were told off, like, hey, if one of our guys wins, everyone needs to be out there. But also, if you're signs, like, that's got to feel like shit. Yeah. And I get being happy for Leclerc for his because of his bad luck streak, but it's noticeable how, yeah. how there's so many more people at Charles's, like, team photo thing or whatever that they do. So, uh, yeah. it's a little sad. Yeah, it was sad. It was sad. I know you wanted to talk a little bit about Ferrari. Was there any other issues you wanted to bring up about them? Um, we pretty much got everything. It's just I think it's t- so classic that they still had some sort of issue. I mean, it, it's if it's not bad strategy, it's reliability. I mean, they just cannot completely nail it. But at least Charles was able to bring it home because it, it it felt like he was not gonna make it because. It was it was such an intense like final like three laps. I was like my heart was racing so fast. But mm. I do I do think I want to give props to them for at least getting the strategy right this week. They they did Charles right and Carlos too. If if the engine hadn't have exploded, that was a pretty guaranteed one two, if not a one three. So mm. if they can keep that momentum going, we'll see. Um, besides Ferrari though, the only thing was that I mainly wanted to touch was something you mentioned just when Vettel and Gasly had that little uh collision I I I I just gave such props to Vettel I just kept going thank you for not causing a fucking Uh safety car thank Uh you I was just like this race does not need more action it's 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 good enough bringing the whole field together because I was like Mick's probably done for if Mm -hmm. that if everybody behind just I don't know just I was just like, please don't. So props to him for doing that. But still, complete disaster for Aston Martin. And 
Lance seemed kind of satisfied with his result, which was 13th, I think, with multiple DNFs. Let me actually confirm that. Yeah, he got 13th, and he was a lap down from Leclerc. So with three DNFs, uh, not much to be proud of. But uh, it, it definitely seems like this might be our last year with Sebastian Vettel because just the way he's been talking in some of the interviews, yeah, it's not exciting. So... Yeah, it seems like there's a couple of potential potential moves. So there's some piastri rumors going around. We can talk about that in a minute. Yeah. Um yeah, I guess we'll go just go through like the how the race ended, basically. Um I thought Lewis, like obviously there was a few DNFs in front of him, but I thought Lewis actually had a really, really good drive. I'm biased. Um but I thought he had some nice passes. Um he drove smart. I thought he had a good drive. So we had uh Charles first, twenty five points for Staffing got Second and fastest lap of 19, and then Hamilton third to round at the podium. And Russell Akon Schumacher again gets points, eight points this time, so he's moving yes. up standings. Lando seventh, Magnussen eighth, Ricardo ninth, Alonso tenth, and then we had Bottas, Albon, Stroll, Joe Guanyu, Pierre Gasly, Yuki Tsunoda, Sebastian Vettel, and then the DNFs were signs Latifi, Perez. Uh, Latifi, kind of a weird comment after qualifying, he qualified 19th out of 20, <laughs> and he said that. He's, he thinks that that is two really, really good qualities for him in a row. And last <laughs> week, he qualified 10th, right? So, like, that was yeah. really good. But then to see him at, saying that after qualifying 19th was kind of, like... It's hilarious. Yeah. It's like, come on, man. You can't you can't be saying that. Yeah. Um, yeah, Disapp- so that... Disappointing from... Or disappointment from Alfa Romeo. We... Bottas started out super strong. Mm-hmm. I mean, he's still doing pretty decent in the standings, but he is not gotten very many points in the last like two months so i hope they can get to get it together because they had a pretty strong start and of course we already talked about aston and alpha tauri has also just been doing absolutely terribly specifically yeah. pierre but you very as well very disappointing week. yeah yeah they've the midfield is like like i'll just pull up the yeah the, say, the midfield is insane like the drop off i'll pull up the constructor right now like I have got it right here. Yes, yeah. yeah, like Red Bull, mm-hmm. 359, Ferrari, 303. So Ferrari, like, there's still a fight there. And the Mercedes, 237. Absolutely. And then there's just, so 359, 303, 237. And then fourth place is 81. Fourth and fifth, 81. Yeah, they're tied. So, like, everyone <laughs> other than the top, like, pretty much every team, realistically, like, it's only happened through the season, could finish fourth. <laughs> McLaren, Alpine, 81. Alfa Romeo, 51. Haas, 34. Alpatari 27, Aston Martin 18, Williams only three, but like anyone has a good second half. Absolutely. Could be right in there. Um, you want to go through the driver standings? Sure. Let's see. Max, of course, is still leading. He's got 208. Charles regains some momentum. He passes Perez. Uh, Charles has got 170, so he's 38 behind Max. Then you got Perez, 151. Carlos, 133. George, right behind him, 128. Then Lewis, 109. Then Lando, 64. Ocon, 52. Bottas, 46. Alonso, 29. Magnuson, 22. 12th with Ricardo, 17. Pierre, 16. Vettel, 15. Mick Schumacher, up into 15th with 12 points, passing Yuki in 16th with 11 points. Then Joe Guan Yu with 5. Albon with 3. Lance with 3. Latifi was zero and Nico Hulkenberg was zero. So it's it's definitely like 
a midfield battle right now. It's yeah. I specifically McLaren and Alpine. It's it, it's it's I'm honestly kind of shocked that Alpine has not taken fourth like by a by a long shot. I think that is just shows just kind of how bad Alonso's luck has kind of been this yeah. season. Uh, because the McLaren is horrible to drive. I mean, both of the drivers were complaining this week about how terrible of a drive it is. And yeah. obviously with Daniel's uh, shortcomings this season too, it's, I mean, Lando has got a podium this season, but still it's just, it, it should be Alpine way out ahead. And of course, Alfa Romeo and Haas, Haas is definitely closing that gap. So it's, yeah. it's anybody's game and Mercedes too. I mean, yeah, I'm 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 right there with you. They they have a complete shot of a comeback this season. I'm I'm hyped. Yeah, it should be. We're setting up for a good <clears throat> good second half of the season. Um, don't really want to say too much on this subject, but just shame, shame on fans in Austria this week for their behavior. Mm-hmm. Ring the bell of shame, shame. Yeah, some uh, appalling. Yeah, like we don't need stories. to go into the details of the stories, but just no. like it's 2022. Like, what the fuck are you doing? Get your shit yeah. together. That's disgusting. And like, of all, it was towards women, towards people of color, towards uh, LGBTQ community. Like, if, if, unless you were a white man, you were under attack. And it's just unacceptable. Um, yeah, just so, don't be a piece of shit. It's yeah. not hard. Like, I think Toto just said, like, Fuck off, stay home. Yep. Like, you don't need to go to the race and do that. Exactly. Now, like the flares, like the flares are a little much. But I don't know. I think I just can't imagine like for visibility, that must be crazy when the flares are all over like all you can't see through that going into like what if someone if we had a start like last week where there's like a huge crash and like the guys at the back of the grid wouldn't be able to see. Mm-hmm. Like it, but that's just that's just nitpicking because it's all orange and and don't like that they're all Verstappen fans but I yeah. am like half Dutch so I should like Verstappen I don't mind Verstappen but it wasn't a good look for <clears throat> it wasn't a good look for the Dutch this week no so, and Zambort if that happens in Zambort like oof. honestly if it happens if it's like that in Zambort get rid of Zambort off the calendar because like yeah and you, you can't have that I I completely agree with you the smoke was too much I mean there was like two turns that were like completely covered with smoke that should not be allowed. I, I I'm shocked they haven't banned those at all GPs. To be honest, regardless who the driver is for. So yeah, that's so annoying the too. Combination of that and the horrible behavior. Yeah, like I said, give Zambort another chance. But if they do it in Holland, I don't really care that much for that track. You can get rid of it. Yeah. But uh, on a on good news, this might be. I think as a Lewis fan, I maybe took more pleasure out of this than most other people seeing this news. But just a just a round of applause and a sayonara. Sayonara, take care of Michael Massey. <laughs> Michael Massey is officially leaving the FIA to focus on time with his family, I believe. And uh, that's a crock of shit. But thanks for everything, Michael. You can leave with a legacy of handing Max Verstappen his first world championship and fucking over Lewis Hamilton. But take care, buddy. Yeah. it's. It, I think them sort of testing the waters, saying that, like, yeah. oh, if we did have multiple race directors maybe massey could come back into the mix and the reaction was just mm-hmm. so bad there was yeah. no way he was coming back so yeah. it's kind of hilarious but yeah good luck with whatever his future ventures are i guess <laughs> i guess so yeah i don't know what if we'll ever see or hear that name again but probably uh, not 
I am certainly a okay with that. A lot of a lot of pain was caused from that man. Not all his fault, but there's got to be a face for it, and he's the face for it. Absolutely. Um, yeah, we don't really have too much this week. I am. Uh, it's an off week for F1, which actually works out perfectly because we have a pretty busy month um, in terms of racing the races this week. This month, excuse me, those <laughs> a brunch. Uh, but yeah, this week is in Indy. Toronto Indy. So I um, applied for media credentials through the podcast like a couple months ago, and they just got back to us like last week, which is a little disappointing because you, if we would have heard earlier, you could have come. But realistically, we didn't think we were going to get approved for them. We just, I just no. applied just because why not? Let's see. Like I used to do it with my golf stuff, and I would get approved. So I was like, yeah, let's try it. And yeah, I've got approved for media credentials for the Toronto Indy. So I'm going to be going to that. So hopefully I'll be able to, I mean, I'll at least get much closer up and better view and stuff than I had in Montreal. It won't be quite as cool because it's not F1, but um, Grosjean's there, Ericsson, there's a couple um, like uh, Callum Eilat, there's a couple um, like reserve drivers, and then Colton Herta, obviously, and he was testing uh, for McLaren F1 today and yesterday at Portimao, which is what, Portugal? It's in the mm-hmm. video game, so we know that track. Um, so that's really cool. That'll be, hopefully I can ask him about that. I'm sure he'll be asked about that in general, but um, yeah, that'll be really cool to be Closer, like, in the paddock, I guess you could say, or whatever. So, yeah, that'll be cool. going to have to think of some questions for Roman Grosjean. Yeah, dude. I'm so, once again, so jealous. <laughs> Unfortunately, I don't have my passport. Yes. If we had had, you know, a few more months to plan, definitely could have made it happen. But, you know, now we know that we can get credentials to some other events. So, definitely, yes. over the next the rest of this year and into the next year, we're definitely going to be going to some events. Definitely. I'm super excited for that. And I just can't wait to see potential clips that you're going to be able to get. And then we're going to post on our social media that we'll tell you at the end of the episode. But yes, yeah, if you we'll can talk to Grosjean, I'm going to lose my fucking mind. <laughs> <laughs> uh, it's going to be hard not to just be like a F1 fanboy though. Yeah. I'm going to have to come up with some like lead mm-hmm. off with some indie questions and then like, all right, I'm going to have to try and get one of them yeah. to like, do like a plug for our podcast. Like, I'm Roman Grosjean, and you're listening to the Harder Soft F1 podcast. Something like that. I don't know. Oh, we'll that would see. be sick. I have no idea what like to expect. Cause I've never done right. any coverage for this event, but we'll see. I'm gonna go in there, and I think it might actually be helpful that I'm not as much of a fanboy for Indy. Like, so I won't be like starstruck. I'll maybe have like the balls to ask questions I wouldn't otherwise like. Right. Ask like Lewis Hamilton or something. Take some but, cards. Yeah. Oh, of course. Gonna have lots of cards. <laughs> gonna be leaving those around again. So. Have you thought about how you're going to record? Not really. Just got the phone. Yeah, you could always do. You could always do video, I guess. I'm sure that's what jur- a lot of journalists use. Yeah, yeah, I'll, I'll figure something out. I mean, I'll probably like I have the two media passes, and obviously you're not gonna be able to come with me. So I'll try and get like my brother or one of my friends to come with me and film some stuff. Um, Sick. Yeah, just in general, being around the cards and stuff. Like it still will be. It's not F1, but it's probably. You could say it's like the minor league of F1 almost, so it's... Still racing. Yeah, still racing. It's still going to be really cool, just being in the vibe. And who knows, like, the people that will be around, maybe. I mean, there's a lot of former F1 people, and yeah, maybe, like, Zach Brown or someone will be there. Who knows? You never know. Oh, that'd be cool. <laughs> yeah. So I'm looking forward to that. Anything uh, Anything you want to talk about before we... I mean, you just went to Florida. That place you were staying in looked amazing. Yes, just got back from a little vacation, little weekend trip. We got to, I was sending you some photos. We got to do uh, these go-karts at this place called uh, Autobahn, uh, I guess named after the road in Germany. But 
it it was a lot of fun. Their go-karts, they claim to go up to 55 miles an hour, but I think we were reaching around uh if when when you could catch like a good little straight, you were probably hitting like 35, maybe 40. But it was so much fun. Okay. Two they had two tracks. One was based off Le Mans and the other was based off Monaco. Of course, they were <laughs> nothing like the real tracks, obviously. But so much fun. Uh, I was cooking. I'm not even going to lie to you. It it felt awesome. Uh, I've been wanting to do like some real go-karts and he was like, these were like the all electric ones. So it was just a blast. Uh, unfortunately, the last guy in our race was a dick and just was like completely breaking the rules, but he, he was friends with the employee, so they didn't do anything. He was like yeah. passing on yellows and so always one guy you, slamming into us while we, to pass us. It's like, fuck you, dude. But and Nikita so Mazban was taking a vacation last week, I guess, in Florida. Was he? Well, sounds like it. Sounds like he was just, <laughs> yeah, it sounds like just it. Barreling sounds through like yellow flags. And I know. <laughs> ah, okay. That makes sense. Why? Okay. Yeah. <laughs> I doubt that. Uh, yeah. Uh, but yeah, it was a, it was a lot of fun. Uh, an, an older gentleman complimented me. He, he said I was impossible to pass. So <laughs> there you go. I told him, I'm like, I play, I play formula one games all the time. <laughs> you know my racing, I know my apex. Exactly. Yeah. I was <laughs> like, he goes, what? <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, it was yeah. a lot of fun, dude. Like it's, it's the, there's a racing line every, in any sort of race. It's crazy. Even in little go-karts like, yeah, I'm like, it sounds so geeky and like pathetic but it, it legitimately helps you like take corners and just like going completely flat out in a corner like barely nailing the the apex it's so much fun it was it was a blast uh got to <laughs> would you want to take a get so i don't know if i've told you this but i have a very big head <laughs> okay <laughs> I, big noggin yeah, big noggin uh not because of a big brain uh, I don't know why, but it, <laughs> I didn't get smarter. I got dumber, I think, but I can regular hats just don't fit my head. Mm-hmm. So like, like if I go to a lids and I get like a 13, the biggest size they have in store, that doesn't really fit either. Like I found, I don't, I found a Adidas hat and it's got, it's like where you have the little like dots on the back, the little clips. Yeah. If I put it on the farthest one, it fits perfectly. <laughs> wow. So that's crazy. I I put on my 3X helmet. <laughs> it was the only one they had, but I was the only one using it. So <laughs> smush that thing on there. Yeah, it was it's the first time since like I was a kid that I was able to put like a full helmet on and it had like the visor, which I ended up pulling up because I kept fogging it up, but we got to do the whole like sleeves over the head, the ski mask. It was it was a blast. So Awesome. I might post some footage to the harder soft TikTok. We'll see, but it, it was good. a lot of fun. Yeah, I'm gonna have to. I was talking about that the other day. Get into a go kart track around here. That'd be so much fun. Oh, when we when we eventually uh, do meet up in person, that's one of the first things we're doing. Cause yeah, we'll have a race. Even around here, there's Andretti, which have uh, electric go karts. They're not as fast, but they're just as cool. Yeah. yeah. Uh, the one thing that sucks about those places, though, is the data is complete bullshit. <laughs> it tells yeah. you that, like, somebody that I passed twice that I lapped two times was faster than me. Just like mm. complete horseshit. Yeah. Uh, and then they send you these little emails of like who won each race in the little podium, and it'll it had like my friend's picture 
but then just like the name Carlos, just like not him <laughs> at all. Yeah. <laughs> so it's just like the data is complete bullshit, but it's can't it's trust so, the data. No, you can't trust the data, can't but it's science. It's a blast. So it's totally worth it. Highly recommend. Okay. Well, I got to, I guess I got to go get started playing Monaco now. Cause this is going to take this, this punishment going to take me all day, but I'll have a video <laughs> of that coming out. But yeah, we don't have an F1 race this week. We got France next week, which, um, People don't really like, but I mean, it's one of my favorite tracks to drive in the video game, probably because it's easy. Yeah, but, um, it's a fun track. Fun track. Um, so yeah, we got that next week. Akon, his home race, I guess, Gasly's. Gasly. As well. so, we and then we've got our summer break. Yeah, well, do we have Hungary first, or is it? Hungary is the returning race. Oh, that's returning. Oh, so France, no, then... no, no. I'm, I'm looking at the dates right now. I'm completely wrong. No, then we have Hungary July 31st. I... And mistaken, okay. we're returning right, with Spa. The break, and then a great return of Spa. Hopefully, a dry Spa, or at least not a. Let's hope. Soaking wet, but yeah, I think uh, we pretty good this week. Just a nice little short episode for the people. Yeah, pretty short. We've got uh, another short break because since since the Russian GP is canceled, uh, we'll have Monza on September 11th uh, this year, and then. We'll have a break until October 2nd, so pretty much a three-week break, so a little mini fall break as well, but we're going to keep pumping out content. Absolutely. Good little mini episode. Yeah, you're going to get the video game soon, so over the break, we're going to make some stuff with that, and we got a couple new like little series stuff we're working on for hopefully release during the break, so yeah, keep keep tuned. Uh, Stay tuned. We'll have... Some fun stuff out this weekend. And then, yeah, now that we know we can get media credentials, we're going to try and take advantage yes. of that. Keep posted yeah. on when our next race we're going to go to, hopefully together. Well, definitely together. We're gonna, Hopefully this will be the last event we don't go to together. Hopefully. Isn't that sweet? <laughs> All right. Well, give us the socials and let's get out of here. We'll get out of here. Yes. Uh, follow us on Twitter, Instagram, and TikTok at HarderSoftF1 and listen on YouTube, Spotify, and Apple Podcasts, HarderSoftF1 Podcast. Thank you all so much for listening. We'll see you next week with episode 21.